Episode okay. 53 of Star Wars Tonight is brought to you by Geek Fuel. Get your free bonus Star Wars item with your first mystery box. Go to geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. Coming up on Star Wars Tonight, here's the deal, folks. Uh, we're down to 72 hours. And Riley's going to attempt to uh, retain his sanity. It's not going to go well. Let's do it. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Star Wars tonight, your nightly countdown to Rogue One, a Star Wars story right now, folks. It is. Count them. Three. One, two, three days until Rogue One hits theaters. I'm so excited. Yes. I feel like that song keeps getting better the closer we get to the the, the, the actual release of the movie. Guys, uh, we've got a great show for you. We're going to really get down and dirty with some of the characters and break down our kind of final expectations in these last couple days before we see the film. Uh, and here to help me do that for this podcast episode for tonight is a YouTuber extraordinaire and awesome Star Wars fan. It's Jennifer Landa. How's it going, Jenny? It's going great. Thank you so much for having me. That well, music was so majestic. Yes, I love that song so much. Oh, and I have my, great. yeah, it's so much fun. Well, uh, and, and then there's there's a tradition at the end of the show that all the new guests get surprised by, but we'll I'll, I'll, I'll save that. That's the tease. The tease wow. for, for, for poor Jennifer and everyone else who's just waiting for the whole show. Don't spoil <laughs> it in the chat, okay? All right? Don't spoil it. Um, no, seriously, we've got so much to talk about. Uh, Rogue One is so close to being in theaters. I have so many friends now. We were talking about this in the pre-show. I have so many friends who've already seen it. Like at the the press screenings and the like the premiere and there are all these you know the 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 Twitter sphere is a is a buzz a lit it, and I'm it? nervous I am so nervous why because, are you nervous because and not about the film I have great well actually that's a whole separate thing I do have I do have thoughts on 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 the whole uh, hype around the film but I'm nervous that I'm going to get spoiled this is exactly what happened with the Force Awakens for me like it was really? in the last 24 hours. Uh, I've recounted this tragedy a few times, but it, it does bear repeating. Where I was just, I got spoiler bombed on Twitter and like Periscope when I was streaming. And I was just like, I, I, I don't know. I think I love social media and, and being online, but there's always the, there's always a few, uh, what would be the Star Wars equivalent? There's always a, <laughs> there's always a few dark side Yodas. You, you remember the Dark Side Yoda season six of the Clone Wars? There's always a few, a few that like like to, to to run around and make mischief. So Can I don't know. I ask what was what was the moment that got spoiled? Oh, it was Han's death. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, it was in about it was about two hours before I watched the movie too. Oh yeah. my gosh. Well, I mean, I was already kind of like suspicious, as I'm sure most of us were, but. The other, on the other hand, I think like I'm already expecting. I'm not spoiled at all for this film. I didn't follow spoilers. I didn't really follow that many rumors. But I do feel like for this one, um, like I'm just kind of expecting <laughs> wanton death. I'm just like the end is just going to be everybody dies, uh, and then maybe if anybody survives, I'll be happy. No, you know I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm yeah. like, Hey, I would I wouldn't be surprised if everyone except for Jin dies. Honestly. Yeah. Well, what wait, but what if she? You know, this is a dark line of uh, this is a dark line of thought. We will not focus on it too long. But I am kind of nervous. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, really? 
about Jin? Yeah, I am. No. See, I imagine, and the thing with like with Ray, right? And the incredible thing about Ray is the impact that she's had on all these young girls. And so at all the conventions, we've seen these young fans dressing up like Ray. And so I imagine there might be a lot of young fans dressing up like Jin. That would just be so devastating if she dies in the film. They can't do it. Yeah. They can't. Yeah. I I don't hmm. But there's no Rogue Two. But who knows? <laughs> starring Zev Sineska, Rogue Two. I found them. Repeat. I wouldn't be surprised if there's something about Jin's character, like if it's in a novel, yeah. after the fact, or a comic series, you know, something. I think fans are going to, at least the buzz that I've been seeing is that Felicity Jones is amazing in the film. Yes, yes. I've, I've, how much, here's a question before we dive into the news. How much have you been tracking like the, the first reactions before you see the film? What's your philosophy on that? Do you like want to not be polluted at all? Or you're like anxious to see what everyone's saying about it? Who's seen it? It's a really tricky, a fine line because it was really great to see all these people that I know and sharing their reactions. And then I started seeing things that I'm like, oh, no, 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 you're sharing too much. And yeah. I, I don't want to say I've already been spoiled on a couple things, but it, I, I am seeing things that I'm like, I think I should just tune out. Mm-hmm. Tune out. I don't want to have a major moment spoiled before seeing the film. I, I want to preserve it as much as I can. Yeah, it's a yeah. I'm I'm very much there. Like I saw, I've I've seen some of the tweets from the premiere and some of the press screenings earlier today. But I've t- I've really tuned most of it out. I've I've really just kind of. Be, and here's the problem. I, I kind of briefly alluded to it a second ago. But for me, uh, for me, Jennifer, I'm, it's, it's just hard to not get my expectations way out of proportion. And and the problem is, as I'm self-aware enough to know when they are, and I'm like, there's no way this movie can be as good as I'm beginning to think it is. Because, like, and I actually did a little <laughs> bit of a, I may have been guilty of a little bit of a Twitter sarcasm, which normally I'm, I don't like. So I'm, I can't believe I'm guilty of the very thing I don't like. But I was like, man, I really do appreciate the very, the, the subtle and nuanced reactions to Rogue One. This is on top of everyone coming out of the premiere going, oh my God, it's the best film ever. I, yeah, you know, that's kind of what got me a little worried too, where yeah. people are like, this is the the second greatest Star Wars film besides Empire. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that's some serious high praise. And I don't know, I hope that it, it is true, but you know, everyone's going to have a different reaction. I loved The Force Awakens. Yeah. There were some people that were did not care for it. Yeah. So I don't want to put too much weight in the hype, but at the same time, it's hard to just totally ignore it. It is. It is. And, and I guess we'll find out in the next... You know, this this, this show, I've, I've essentially made this uh, public. This is my therapy. This is how I handle the, the release of a Star Wars film is that I just make an outlet to literally talk about it every weeknight. Uh, this is very cathartic it is for very me as well. <laughs> and so speaking of catharsis, let's jump into uh, the news. We have something to report. So, so sir, I have the news. The data brought to us by the Botany Spies. We can send a clear transmission. There it is. Listen, listen. All right, folks, here it is. Um, we're actually going to do more of a character discussion uh, uh, podcast here because I've had, there have been, the last week was so jam-packed with all of the appearances on you know, Jimmy Kimmel, you had the the big press junket, we had all of the audio clips, we had Reese Ahmed rapping. Uh, I made a very poor decision and tried to also partake in, in, in said uh, dope rhymes. Uh, I did not, it did not go well. Uh, 
it did not go well at all. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, but uh, but we've had some fun. It's it's a really fun cast to see. But I think uh, there's a piece that I saw that had come up in time. This is by Megan McCluskey, uh, who really highlights um, the characters that we're going to see that we know are returning in Rogue One. And I kind of want to do this twofold and kind of, Jennifer, get your take on what characters you're most excited to see that we haven't seen yet uh, and also which returning characters you think have the most potential. But let's start with the returning characters. Who's, who's jumped out to you or who are you most excited to see um, that, that may be uh, from a previous Star Wars film? You know what's interesting was initially I was like, I, Darth Vader... I didn't really, it's not that I didn't care if we saw him, but I'm like, if he only has one epic scene, I'm fine with that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. now that we're getting closer, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of actually really interested in seeing more of Darth Vader and seeing him, as people have been talking about, you know, this whole notion of him as this true villain that we know him to be, you know, cutting down rebels and enforcing his uh, power and also his relationship with Krennic. I think that's going to be really interesting. And even yes. maybe with Saw Gerrera, which we know their yes. history from the Clone Wars. So I actually kind of surprised myself because I'm like, you know, I want to see more of Darth. Vader, in this film, I think that's the trickiest element to get in this film, to be honest. I think because okay. when you're talking about Vader, even I, like I loved the fall of Anakin Skywalker as told in Revenge of the Sith. But even the Revenge of the Sith Vader has had a lot of criticism from fandom, not having the the full look because it was Hayden in the suit, and then obviously the infamous no. Which, by the way, you know how a lot of people like didn't know Ewoks were hated until later. <laughs> for me, that was the Vader no, because like oh, really? for some reason I was the I was the age where I was just like, oh, the theater, the drama, the tragedy. And I was like oh, in on it. Like the, the 13 year old me thought that was the coolest thing ever. And then I was like, oh wait, people didn't like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna raise my hand on that one. Uh, it, it was a little no. silly for me. No. <laughs> yeah, we've already got a chorus of in the chat that says no. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. No, it's I don't. It's it's tough because you you have to have an enormously powerful Vader. But I think mm-hmm. there is a line to walk where if we see. I don't know. I'm, I'm of two minds. One, it was I, I, I'm afraid you don't want to go too far because you want to treat the character with a certain amount of... You want to... It's a very, very potent magic, <laughs> that, yes. that, that villainy. And mm-hmm. if you overuse it, it just overshadows the whole movie. Right. Um, but man, I really want to see like... I don't know if you... Did you ever play The Force Unleashed by any chance? I did. I did. Remember that Unleashed. first level on the original game where you get to mm-hmm. play as Vader and it's just like the super, super, super freaking overpowered Vader? That's kind of what I want to see in my heart of hearts. That's that's what I'm saying. I, I kind of want to see that. And before, I was like, eh. I don't need to see that. I want to see all new characters. I just want to focus on this new story. But then the way that people have been talking about him, even when he appeared on set and how like threatening and iconic he looked on set, um, that to me got me really excited. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Demon in the chat was pointing out that, you know, he's actually expecting maybe something we might actually get like an intimate moment with Vader, like where we see a little bit of behind the scenes. Although (laughs) he mentioned Critic and all I can think of is Ben Mendelsohn uh, just doing some some kind of like Australian romance movie version. (laughs) Oh, no. I just cue, a tender like, the, moment between the, the two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, that would be great. I would watch that movie. Um, yeah, I would too. Uh, 
Mendo, have you seen the trailer? All right. Um, another, another unapologetic, uncoined bit of my terrible, terrible Australian accent. All right. Enough of that. Enough of that. Yeah. So, so, and then, all right. Well, let's talk about the new characters for you, um, Jennifer. What's the, um, who, who do you think we might be surprised by? Because I feel like we've gotten, we've seen so much of Jen in the marketing, mm-hmm. but we really haven't seen that much of the other characters. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking uh, Bodhi Rook. Mm-hmm. I think that in the reshoots, Uh-oh. maybe an initial. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah. You just broke up for just a second. You said something about the uh, reshoots? Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, like how they basically um, expanded his character in the reshoots and gave him more of a a storyline. And so I think that maybe that's going to make his character, um, I don't know, meatier than initially. Um, So I'm kind of excited excited to see him because he's a fantastic actor, Riz Ahmed. He is. And I had never heard of him uh, before this, but then I went and saw the the Bond movie that came out over the summer. And Mm. he was great. Uh, He he played this sort of, uh, this sort of, upstart uh, tech uh, uh, professional super nerd. He's basically the super nerd and he did it really well. And as, and as a kind of an engineer type guy in this movie, I could see him definitely playing that up well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it, Plus he's been all over the promotional tour and so I think that maybe he definitely has a bigger role than at least I thought initially. Yes, the um, man has sick beats, as they say. <laughs> I believe that's definitely... <laughs> as, is the, as is in the parlance of the... Uh, the <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to make fun of my own whiteness. <laughs> in the parlance of the, the... I believe they call it the, the hip-hop culture, as they say. <laughs> Yeah, uh, some yes. mad rhymes. Sorry, mad rhymes. <laughs> I'm 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 terrible. Uh, uh, but at least I'm self-aware about it. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I think that's, and then I think, um, for me personally, I've always been fascinated ever since we learned a little bit more about Jeddah, for the mm-hmm. potential of seeing it kind of become what, what was it? Malachor is what they ended up calling it in the Clone Wars. This yes. sort of ancient world where the Force is so ever present. And you just have this sort of uh, duo that's so opposed to each other uh, it, theologically, but they're still the best friends ever. I kind of like that potential for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And that shot in the trailer of the Ewing flying over that fallen Jedi statue. Yes. I mean, it just was so powerful. That trailer, let me just say that trailer to me was like, amazing and that's what got me so excited about the film and really got me emotional to where i was like "Ooh, they're doing a great job of balancing nostalgia with also bringing in these new characters and keeping it fresh um and totally unexpected yeah no i'm i'm so excited i think and that's the thing is that um you know when you're when you're doing a film that isn't just centered around brad pitt or it's it's not the tom cruise movie it's not just like a uh, centered on one well-known star power actor that you can just depend on that'll be a certain uh, successful to a certain extent the fact that they have this kind of unique cast that's extraordinarily different from anything we've seen in a star wars film and frankly anything that we've seen uh in in really any kind of disney action film i'm I'm trying to think of the best comparison for marvel might be guardians of the galaxy as Mm. far as sort of this uh, this sort of misfits uh, cast but I think there's even more potential there because they're just 
I, I just love the melding of different visual styles and cultural styles all told in the same story without even just from what we've seen so far without it being too abrupt or odd that you have this sort of mystic culture on Jeddah, yet you also have this sort of grunt-like imperial engineer world that Bodhi Rook comes from. You like I, I like the idea of this this band of misfits. Absolutely. And I love I love that it's an ensemble. I think that's really exciting mm-hmm. to see their chemistry with each other, which we've already seen in the promotional tour. Like they have great chemistry. Um, and also like you're talking about the tone and the style of the film, the cinematic style, thinking about, I mean, this is going to go right into moments. What is it? 10 minutes before A New Hope. That's like what the it, the Rogue One ends. Yeah, I've heard different things. Yeah, yeah. Well, is that, yeah, did that ever get cleared up? I, I, you know, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. I'm hiding. Okay, don't, don't say anyway. Don't, 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 don't tell us. <laughs> no, um, yeah, it's, it, there's so much potential here. So much potential. Um, and I think I do want to take a brief time out then to tell you guys uh, a reminder since we are like literally getting ready to see it. We're getting into our final handful of reminders. So here it is officially. Uh, guys, if you're in the Atlanta area, here's what you need to do right now. Uh, unless you're driving, in which case, pull over. And then do it right now. Uh, go to starwarsreport.com slash meetup. That takes you directly to the Facebook page for the special Star Wars Report pre Rogue One uh, get-together. We're all gathering up at Meehan's uh, Pub and Public House right in the heart of Midtown at Atlantic Station, right across from the Regal Atlantic Station, where we will all then, we're going to gather at 5 p.m. local time here, Eastern Standard Time, and then all traipse off to the theater at 6.30 and watch the 7 p.m. IMAX 3D. When last I looked at the seats, Jennifer, they weren't quite sold out for that first show time. Really? They were like... Uh, six or seven in like the front left and the front right. (laughs) So like, if you want to, if you want to get like a giant crick in your neck, you can still go to that 7 p.m. showing. But there's showings all throughout the night and a a ton of showings. So if you're going to Regal Atlantic or if you're going to any of the theaters in the local downtown Atlanta area, uh, meet up with us. It's going to be a great time. There's already a lot of folks who've RSVP'd. So I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. Uh, Jennifer, what are your plans? Do you have any uh any big uh plans for the event? Are you going to see it opening night, like first showing? Yes, seven o'clock. Uh, yes, in my local town of Los Angeles, and I can't wait. But like you said, I'm going to go off of social media most likely um, that day, earlier in the day, because I know, yeah. and it's no fault. I know people get really excited, but in their excitement, mm-hmm. they might reveal too much. So I'm just going to yeah. log off. Yeah, no. Uh, I think I'm going to do much the same after my experience around this time last year. Oh, I know. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's take a brief moment to thank our sponsor for this episode, and that's Geek Fuel. Uh, Guys, make sure you check them out. They're supporting this nightly podcast. Like, I I was actually on the hunt when I launched this back this year because... Uh, it's a little different world than with The Force Awakens. Like, that was a big deal, the return of Star Wars. So when I was thinking about doing this project again and even starting it a little early and looking for the financial support, they actually reached out, and, and they've been really great about sponsoring this entire project. So we do thank them. Uh, here's what you need to do. Check out geekfuel.com slash Report. They're a monthly mystery geek subscription box where you can get every month five to seven unique geeky items, guaranteed 50 bucks of value all for 15 bucks plus shipping and handling. Uh, and here's what they're also doing for listeners of Star Wars Tonight. Uh, with your first box, which by the way, right now, the next few days, you still have time to get this in time for Christmas. Uh, they're giving you a free bonus Star Wars item uh, with your first order. Uh, I'm going to have a little bit of fun here because in the sample box, hang on, 
Jennifer, in the, in the, in the sample box that they sent us, uh, this was our bonus. This is actually one of our bonus stars. I actually sent us a couple, but this is one of them. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I need that. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Uh, and uh, so, yes, uh, <laughs> the It's an App pillowcase and, and all their awesome things that are available, uh, check out again, geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. And we do thank them for, uh, for supporting this podcast. All right. So I, I want to cap off the episode in a way that we have um, with most of the episodes uh, so far this year. And that's, uh, Jennifer, I, w- what I'm putting together here is a... A sort of um, really, frankly, absurdly complicated uh, podcast project, but I have had this. I use basically. I use <laughs> I use Star Wars tonight. It's my it's my platform to talk to people about Star Wars who are way cooler than I am. <laughs> oh my <laughs> so, no! So, and in doing so, I'm what I'm doing is asking the same two questions throughout the entire process, and at the very end of the year, right around Christmas, we're putting together a big Christmas special, highlighting a bunch of the quotes uh, from the entire uh, nightly show. And uh, and so let's kick it straight off. Um, uh, Jennifer, what is it to you specifically that you think uh, makes Star Wars so special? For me. It always has been the Star Wars community. Be, be there, and I might be biased, but there is no other uh, fandom like the Star Wars fans. And uh, they're generally so supportive. They're positive people. They're people that come together for good causes and to create change. Um, and so also Star Wars for me is like innovation. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to with Rogue One, and you know this this notion of having a Star Wars standalone film. They're constantly Lucasfilm is constantly pushing boundaries and trying new things, um, and that to me is really exciting. I never know what to expect. That's that's it is. It's a very it's exciting, and it only gets more exciting. That's what I love about it. And then let me ask you this then: uh, so how has Star Wars then impacted uh, you personally? Star Wars has changed my life. Um, it's changed so many of our lives for the better. It changed my life as a kid. It really gave me hope um, during some challenging times. And it kind of allowed me this world to escape into. And that for me gave me something to look forward to that I could always go home and watch my Return of the Jedi uh, mm. cassette tape. <laughs> Not cassette tape, videotape. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, it was the era of cassette tapes. Well, I was going to say, man, I remember um, they had the Odyssey cassette tapes that I listened to growing up, these like short stories. And I kind of, man, I'm wishing that they did that with Star Wars now. Sorry, you just made me think of that. (laughs) I I loved those. Yeah, the the books on tape. Um, We now have uh, the podcasts and things like that. But yeah, so for me, Star Wars has always been about hope. Um, It's impacted my life in a great way. It also broke the ice between my husband and I. So mm. thank you, Star Wars, for that. Um, and I've met so many amazing people over the years and had some great opportunities. And it's all because of Star Wars. Yes, it's it's. I'll tell you what. It's 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 always fun to hear the different perspectives because I don't. There's something about it that's so simple, but also simply uh, awesome. Because I love the way it's connected so many of us. Like it's literally every single um, opportunity I've had 
in life, uh, everything I do has been impacted by Star Wars. Even, even like, even my military career, that's been directly impacted by my history and fandom with Star Wars. And as, as wow. is all the uh, the cadets we had in in uh, at the at the post semester party, we, uh, we gathered. It was funny because throughout, there's a bunch of Star Wars nerds, Jennifer, in 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 uh, my ROTC unit, and uh, like I'm, not, I don't like parade around saying, "Hey guys." You like Star Wars? You know, uh, I do a podcast about it. You should check it out. I should. No, I don't do that. But like, it gets around. I <laughs> so, bet. So <laughs> I, I finally got to show off this studio <laughs> behind me, Aww. and uh, it was it was the best thing ever. Uh, it was the best thing ever. But you know, that's what that's what you know. I, I it's simple, but again, beautiful. What uh, what in the way it connects us all, man. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on the program tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. We are so close to experiencing one. I can't wait. So close. I can't believe it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, we're going to bring this episode of the Star Wars Tonight program to a close. Do not spoil the bet in the chat, okay? Pinky promise. All right. Uh, so some business here. Uh, business here. We do uh, want to. Uh, we want you to check out uh, Jennifer's YouTube channel. Uh, where can folks find it? You can find me at YouTube.com/slash Jennifer Landa on all the social media sites. Jennifer Landa. Yes. Nice. <laughs> nice and easy to remember. We'll have all those links in the in the post for this episode of Star Wars tonight. And uh, Jennifer, you you got any big plans for uh, for covering Rogue One on the channel? Can we expect some awesome stuff there? I'm going to definitely do a review after yes. I see the film. I also want to do some sort of like craft or mocktail cocktail <gasps> video. So yes. mm. we'll see. We'll that, see what inspires me. I am all about that. I am all <laughs> about that for sure. For sure. Well, have, again, check out those links in the chat. It's awesome. Uh, I've since ever since, you know, I think, I think the first time I came across it, it may have been before, but I remember the Blu-ray wrap. That was the best thing ever. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it kind of comes full circle. It kind of comes full circle to my night uh, seeing The Force Awakens around this time last year. There's some some similarities in fan react. We won't go there. Uh, all right, folks. Also, make sure you follow the show. It's at Star Wars Tonight on Twitter, as well as at Star Wars Report for the main feed. And, of course, Facebook.com slash Star Wars Report. That's where we keep you guys updated. And remember, our big post-review shows start. Start. We have the official time confirmed. We got the... The Night of Reaction podcast that'll be posted here and to the Star Wars Report. And then, right, stay tuned right here. We got daily reaction coverage starting Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, live here at DiamondClub.tv. We've got the big mega two-hour show starting at 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time for the pre-show, 8 p.m. for the main show. Uh, and we're just going to just geek out about Rogue One for hours. It's going to be the best thing ever. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned there. And then, uh, finally, big thank you to our sponsor for the episode, of course, Geek Fuel. Make sure you go to geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report to check out all of their awesome offerings. And then, as I always like to do, big, big, big salute to everyone directly supporting this program on Patreon. Uh, and you can check it out and get the bonus Friday episode at patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. There we go. Plugs out of the way. Wrapping up the show. Until next time, may the Force be with you.
it. Thank you for listening to Star Wars tonight. Remember, the opinions expressed in this podcast episode are not the opinions of Jennifer Landa or the Star Wars Report. Also, remember, there's one man you can count on for all your Imperial engineering needs, and that's Bodie Rock. Until next time, folks, thanks for tuning in live. We'll see you tomorrow, tomorrow night, as Star Wars Tonight continues. Till next time. <laughs> and we're off air. Just like that. Oh, my gosh. Where did you get that version? Uh, uh, there's a YouTuber who cut it together like a week after.